The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, fourteen minutes and twenty seconds. Where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. Who do you got win the World Series? Right now, I hate to say, probably I'm gonna go. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna go on the limb. I'm gonna go crazy, Texas. That's not a bad choice. Not a bad choice. Right at now, all. it's not. Right yeah. now, it's not. They, they can get a couple of starts out of Scherzer. You just never know. Yeah, it's yeah. That, that, that's a very good pick. We'll have to maybe put a couple of bucks down on that. Anyways, fourteen <laughs> twenty week of Yankee week. That was a fan of the show, friend of the show. Uh, Jim, the fan of the Van Plotner way back two months ago where he predicted that the uh, Texas Rangers would be winning the World Series. They're only uh, two uh, wins away from going to the World Series. A remarkable seven-game win streak, but uh, that's from Jim from the fan of the Van. Make sure you check out his show, obviously. But anyways, 14.20 in the morning, brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420pod at SeatGeek.com today and get yourself 20 bucks off your first purchase. Remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com for all their great articles. And it's Tuesday, so Craft Brood Sports is on there tonight. Make sure you tune into Craft Brood Sports, one of my favorites, the Tuesday night staple here at the Yankee Tavern North. And thank you very much for everybody who uh, watches and listens and everything else from all of us here at 1420 uh, World Headquarters. We appreciate all the support you guys give us throughout our three plus years of doing this crazy little venture we got ourselves into uh, anyways the uh, like i mentioned before the the texas rangers are finding themselves only two games away from going to the world series a seven game uh winning streak going on it's remarkable considering where they came from the playoffs it's uh, it's a great little thing uh every once in a while you get some faith in in humanity and it gets restored in, in you a little bit and um it's just somehow, some way, the message that we're sending out on a daily basis, finally getting across, maybe, just maybe, the masses are starting to listen to the 1420 uh, Sports Bar podcast, whether it be 1420 in the morning or what Dave and I do. But I think it's finally happening. And just maybe, just maybe, somebody in the Texas Rangers organization has been listening to the 1420 podcast because the, the Texas Rangers have been going about things the way we've been preaching it for quite some time here from 1420 World Headquarters, is that every, every once in a while you got to ditch the nerds and ditch the analytics and go with your gut and Bruce Bochy who's been around for a long time and he probably only came out of retirement to uh to coach these uh these Texas or manage these Texas Rangers don't call him a coach when they're when they're managers when to manage these Texas Rangers basically saying okay I will come back but we're going to do things my way we're going to do things that uh, we're successful we're going to yes we'll use analytics to a certain point but we're going to use uh the gut feeling and for two straight nights in in the uh in the ALCS he went with this gut and he stuck with the starting pitcher Uh, on on Sunday night he stuck with Jordan Montgomery uh he was in trouble in the fifth or the fifth I think it was uh, got out of a base loaded jam and he was done and then last night with Nathan Evaldi in the fifth or the sixth it doesn't much matter what inning was the same thing Evaldi with all his Tommy Johns he was uh, in a big big heap of trouble bases loaded nobody out but he got out of it pretty much unscathed and now the Texas Rangers have themselves a, uh, a two game to nothing lead against the defending 
World Series champion Houston Astros. Something that I didn't think would happen. It's crazy to think that the Astros are down 2 nothing and at home, how they bad they've been all season long at home. Kind of uh, It adds uh, insult to injury a little bit, I guess. How uh, you can go uh, from having a World Series contending team a year in, year out, but not have a 500 record at home is truly remarkable. But let's get back to the Texas Rangers and how they've done it and how they've listened to the 1420 podcast, who whatever it is down there saying, you know what, just go with, you, go with your gut, figure it out, and quit putting baseballs and quit putting more people in situations where, they, where you're going to set them up to fail. Uh, you, you get one guy going, you get one guy rolling, and it, it can it can work. And it's worked so far. Is there a bit, bit, little bit of luck involved? 100%. But that's what baseball is. But I've always said that because of baseball, it's such a mathematical thing. And the way that bat, batting averages work, you're going to have a lot more guys fail than, than succeed when they come to the plate. Same thing goes with with pitching, but the thing is with hitting, it's it, it's tough, and like especially when it comes to playoff baseball, when you're hitting 200 or 250, that's pretty much the, the norm. So you're, there's a good chance you're going to be out a lot of the times you come to the plate. Seven out of ten times, seven eight out of ten times, you're not going to get a hit in uh, playoff baseball. And Bruce Bochy knows that, and he went with his uh, his studs, he went with his aces, and he went with guys that are give give him a chance to win. Now they got Max Scherzer going to the hill in in, in uh, game three, just like I said in the opening there with Jim the fan in the van that you get a couple good starts out of Scherzer you never know and Jim's Jim's little uh, the prognosticator of Long Island the soothsayer of the south he's he's got it all figured out old Jim does that the Texas Rangers have a chance to win themselves or get themselves to a World Series for the first time in a long time uh, and you, you like the way that this hap- this, this this works you, and you like the way that you uh, you get uh, of some pitchers who get, get get some confidence behind them and know that they're that their teams behind them from from the manager out and from management out and that we're going to stick with a guy that gives us a chance to, to win. And when a guy goes to the hill and goes, okay, they're behind me. I'm going to go and do my job. And I don't got to worry about anything else. I can just go and do my job and, and be that guy and give myself uh, go to uh, tomorrow. Right? I, I can be that guy who gets our team to tomorrow. I can be that guy who, who can be eventually might be part of forever and have a, have a start and have a, uh, a chance to, to be something. You think back to that to World Series where Blake Snell got pulled with a no-hitter going, and then he didn't get a chance to be part of forever. But Bruce Bochy, he's been there before. 10, 12, and 14 with the San Francisco Giants. He won the three World Series, and now he's, he's uh, put the, the uh, Texas Rangers in a position to win themselves a World Series, and I think it's great. The, the the confidence that he instills in his pitchers, the confidence that he instills in his team to, to go with the guys that got you there, and I think it's a great thing. It doesn't show much uh, confidence in his in his bullpen, obviously, but that, that's one thing you, you, you worry about later, but it's saving bullpen arms for later in the game just in case. So now they have a 2 a two nothing lead in a series with, with with Max Scherzer, who's been known to go long, so might give give some guys. There's a couple days rest in between, so might give his guys a little more rest of bullpen and give his guys a little more confident, a little rah rah shish boom ba behind him, a little uh, swagger in their step. And it's a remarkable thing that somebody went against the grain, that went went against the analytics and said, no, this is how we're going to do things. I'm going to go with my gut. And something tells me that uh, even Derek Sanderson Jeter, yes, that Derek Jeter, uh, he talked about how great it must be to play for a manager to uh, to have that confidence. So maybe Jeter, he's been listening to the 1420 podcast as well because we preach about this all the time, that you, you get some confidence behind your guy. You, you, you get a team that's behind you and you get a bunch of guys that want to play for each other and that, that, that uh, equals success. And Jeter brought that up last night with with Nathan Evaldi and all his Tommy Johns while he's sitting there on the, the panel post game. And Jeter's been great. Like I, I was kind of against Jeter going on on television, just what kind of one of those things. But he's been great uh, in the post games and, and the pre games, everything else on Fox. He's been really good. And, uh, and I'm not, I'm, yes, I'm a Jeter hugger, obviously, but he's been really, really good on television as an, an, an analyst. And he kind of swarms out the. Uh, 
the BS that old A-Rod does still wants to spew. But back to the, the ALCS, uh, it's been fantastic watching the guy and the gut, the seeing that the gut worked and that once in a while, guys who watch baseball forever, guys who are part of baseball forever, because that's what Bochy is and that's what that's what uh, Robbie Thompson is uh, with the uh, with the Philadelphia Phillies who are just on a roll as well. And, and they, they're, they're, they're going to slug their way to a World Series. They were unbelievable last night. Two pitches in, they were up, they're up two nothing and before you knew it. And uh, Bryce Harper gave himself a birthday present, his 31st birthday, as we talked about yesterday at 1420 in the morning that uh, Bryce Harper gave himself a, a pretty good birthday gift by hitting that home run and Schwarber basically first pitch home run I think it was too and the way that team is slugging up the, the baseball they're going to be tough to beat uh, I, I still think it's going to be them and the Rangers now uh, the, yeah so the Rangers obviously big prognosticator Brent when they're up to nothing pretty easy to say but like Jim said the, the Rangers are there but I said uh, that the, the, the Phillies going to be tough to beat and, and that crowd behind them is something else and, and they, they have a lot going on uh, the only thing that I don't like is the way that they have have, uh, still have the eternal nozzle, nozzle Craig Kimbrell and his man bun and his arm wagging and sagging and whatever he's doing out there. It works for him. Why it works, I don't know. Why that became a thing, I have no idea. But uh, that's got to stop, and I hope we don't got to watch him a whole bunch more. It might be only six, six more um, or seven more Phillies games this year the way they're rolling anyway. So maybe seven more appearances from uh, Kimbrell. We don't got to worry about him until uh, next spring training. But it's remarkable. The, the playoffs, like I said, we have, they haven't been great so far. You, you would like to see the Astros win one, maybe two going on the road they're better on the road you, you might see them slug their way into a game or two but Scherzer's going to be tough to beat uh down two nothing isn't a death wish down three nothing isn't a death wish if you watch Jeter last night when he's sitting there talking and it was in, in between Ortiz and uh, Jeter was basically talking through Ortiz over to A-Rod talking with when you're down uh two nothing it's not a death wish down three nothing isn't a death wish because you even they they lost one in 2004 uh ALCS obviously and, and uh, Poppy with kind of a, a smart ass remark saying oh I didn't know that and he was obviously part of that Boston team so he's a uh, guys like that old uh, rivals, uh, guys on the field who seem to respect each other. Watching those three guys talk, it's been pretty good. Even though A. Rod's still going to open up his mouth, it's been uh, it's been fun to watch. Uh, there's another story that should have got a lot more uh, press than it did, and it uh, it didn't get as, as much as I think it should have. I put it on the morning buzz uh, yesterday or last night. So if you got it this morning, make sure you subscribe to the morning buzz at our website. Uh, the1420sportsbar.com and I put a, an article up there yesterday that I found and I taught I, I heard about this I think on Sunday or Saturday I can't remember but uh, uh, Alyssa Nacken uh, San Francisco Giants bench coach she, she was offered uh, the very first time she got to interview the thought to be the very first female to interview for a major league baseball managerial position uh it, it might I think the interview happened yesterday or today or tomorrow it doesn't much matter if it, it's even happened but uh it's kind of one of those things it's it's uh, been a long time coming for a female uh, person the female a female person to get interviewed in a predominantly male sport obviously but it's time that to, that it's changed a little bit and we get some outside ears thinking and some outside voices thinking not in the same old recycle guys yes the old recycle guys are having some success but having some different ideas and different thoughts. It's very progressive thinking, I think, by the San Francisco Giants. Will she get the job? I don't know. Are they interviewing her for for a publicity? I highly doubt it because what they get enough publicity as it is. But I think it's a very good uh, a good move by the Giants. Even if she doesn't, she doesn't get the job, there'll be some uh, thinking of what can happen with, when you get somebody else, some different thought process, not the same old recycled ner- nerdology and nerdalytics and, and old man analytics. It might be a good thing for the Giants to look into. Um, you just wonder if it's going to be this year. I, I just hope she gets an opportunity for all the right reasons, whether it be with the Giants or with the uh, with the with, with the, within the Giants organization 
as a minor league manager or whatever it might be. But if she gets a job with the with the San Francisco Giants as the manager, I think it would be a good thing for baseball. It's very progressive. It's something I would never have thought would happen 10 years ago, let alone 20 years ago, maybe even five years ago. I think it's a great idea. I think it's a, 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 a splendid idea. Uh, there was a couple of guys, of course, they, they – uh, had to post their thoughts on Twitter at uh, Aubrey Huff, perennial nozzle Aubrey Huff. You remember some of the stupid shit he said? Oh, it took me till 9.46 a.m. on this uh, 14.20 in the morning to uh, to swear. But anyways, uh, Aubrey Huff posted basically saying that a woman can't be uh, a manager of a major league baseball team because they they, they don't use a logical thinking and they and they only think what they, they think with emotion. Baseball's got a, a game of feel. And then he quickly deleted that. Here there was a post that posted. People uh, replied to that. He got the, he got the clicks he wanted as, as, as I'm talking about him here but uh, it's just funny that uh, you think that way that's automatically goes down. Aubrey Huff's been a, known to say a lot of derogatory terms to, to different groups and people and, and genders on, on Twitter and he, he usually uh, cowards out and he, he, uh, he takes off Twitter. Here's an idea uh, Aubrey just get off Twitter altogether because nobody wants to hear what you have to say because you're an idiot you're an absolute idiot and thinking outside the box is, is, is why we have any technology or anything that we have today uh, we can't sit, sit in the, in the, in the uh, uh, in the, the the stone ages, I guess, and just hope that things 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 get better because they don't. And a, a change for the San Francisco Giants, who are a fairly successful franchise, you don't know getting around that. But it's just progressive thinking, thinking outside the box that might get them towards another World Championship. And there was another guy who posted on Twitter that it would be a smart. Uh, move to uh, hire this Alyssa Nacken because he used to, he said he used to live by himself and eat uh, ice cream and, and uh, frozen pizza till three in the morning and everything else. And was out of shape. And now since a woman moved into his, to his house, he's, uh, he's eating better. He's lost weight. Now he's got, he's got coasters on his, uh, on his, on his uh, dining room table and everything else. So he's, she cleaned up his house and he's, he said that if she was in charge, all the, the, uh, San Francisco Giants would probably start hitting 350 and their, and their pitchers would have below two ERAs. So there's different ways of thinking. It's funny that women do when they do come into your life, how they can change a man's life, especially at a young age when baseball players are. Some different thinking and d- different ways of doing things can uh, can alter things. I always laugh when no matter how much money a, a man or a, wo- a woman makes, whether it's disparity or not, a, a woman will always have a, a, a coat for their toaster and a man just barely has any furniture in their house. It's kind of it's just funny how it all turns out. But good luck to Alyssa Nack and all her future endeavors and hopefully she gets that job with the Giants and hopefully this uh, opens up the door for, for women everywhere to uh, to get, enter the world of professional sports a lot more. Uh, baseball and softball aren't a lot different. So the women play softball. Why more women aren't playing baseball? They are playing a lot more now than they were 10 years ago. But it's one of those things that we need to get more women involved in some outside thinking no matter where, where it comes from. We let the nerds in. Hey, we let the nerds in, so why not? Uh, why not get women involved at, in the uh, the higher levels as well? I think it's a great move for baseball. And it's a great move for the uh, for uh, for the San Francisco Giants in, in general. Anyways, there's my little rant for the day. How about a little word from our friends at SeatGeek? The foul baller. If there's a ball that's gone foul, he's gone to get it. Under his watchful gaze, all bevs, binoculars, and ballpark brats are safe. He's the only thing that stands between his section and certain destruction. That's why he only trusts SeatGeek with his tickets. The ticketing app trusted by fans. SeatGeek, so fans can fan. Anyways, thanks you once again to SeatGeek.com and the SeatGeek app for uh, sponsoring the 1420 Sports Bar podcast. We couldn't be here without you. Anyways, uh, thank you very much for listening to the show, by the way. As always, we appreciate everybody who uh, tunes in on YouTube and listens on the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel if you are listening to the podcast. Keep listening to the podcast. It's very important. 
It's very important. It all kind of goes together. But anyways, let's do uh, some on this days and birthdays and get you guys out of here. Happy 53rd birthday to South African golfer Ernie Els, born on this day in 1970 in Johannesburg, South Africa. Els won the British Open Championship twice in his career, 2002 and 2012, and the U.S. Open twice as well in 1994 and 97. The former world number one has 75 career victories as a professional, 19 on the PGA Tour and 28 on the European Tour, which is good for seventh all-time the Big Easy, as he was called, was entered into the World Cup Hall of Fame in 2011 and was a two-time runner-up at the Masters, once in 2000, the other in 2004, losing to VJ Singh and Phil Mickelson in those years. Happy birthday to South African-born golfer, the Big Easy, Ernie Els, born on this day in 1970. And... On this day in 1991, Pittsburgh Penguins D-man Paul Coffey set the all-time NHL career point record for defenseman of 1,053, 309 goals, 744 assists total. Coffey had two assists in the Penguins' 8-5 win over the New York Islanders at the Igloo, also known as the Pittsburgh Civic Center. Coffey's career began at Edmonton in, 1980, in the 1980-81 season as a 19-year-old on those great Oilers teams of the 80s where he won two Norris trophies and three Stanley Cups before moving on to Pittsburgh where he would win one more Stanley Cup. He finished his Hall of Fame career in 2001 with 1,531 points. That's 396 goals, 1,135 assists, good for 14th overall time and uh, in points and only second to Ray Bork for defenseman who sits at 1,579 all-time. Paul Coffey, one of the best skaters and one of the best players to ever play the game. He played on a lot of teams. You wonder why he moved on from, from uh, squad to squad, but uh, on this day in 1991, uh, Paul Coffey set the uh, NHL record for most points by a D-man that was eventually taken over, like I said, by Ray Bork. Check out the uh, 1420sportsbar.com for some great articles. I put a good one up there yesterday that I wrote about the, uh, I think it was great, about fighting and how it's come full, how it's uh, kind of gone. I kind of miss it and everything else about the game of hockey. You know, the game, like uh, the movie Slapshot and and on and on it went. So make sure you check out the 1420sportsbar.com and sign up for the uh, the morning buzz as well to get some great articles to your uh, fingertips every morning before you even get out of bed. They'll be right in your email. You can scroll while you're while you're uh, laying in bed or taking a crap whatever it's going to be anyways that's today's 14 20 in the morning thank you very much for listening and remember it doesn't matter where you are it's who you're with have a good day folks we'll talk to you tomorrow you just listened to the 14 20 sports bar podcast four beer of the sports talk and a whole lot more we are part of the belly up media network let's get into it